This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about 10 ways you can use ChatGPT to help with your pet business content marketing. So before I start talking about this topic, I want to begin with by saying that by no stretch of the imagination am I saying that I'm any kind of expert on ChatGPT, not at all. But what the way I've been using it, the way I've been using it in my own business, and I have also been chatting to my Pets Get Visible clients about it, and also my membership, um, my mastermind and one-to-one clients about it as well, is that I feel that ChatGPT can be a really helpful tool when it comes to your pet business content marketing. It can really help when it comes to content inspiration and content creation and research and putting your content together. Now that's what that's what my work is all about. I my background is journalism. I help people get press coverage. I also help them with content inspiration and content creation and content marketing. And I think that ChatGPT is a really brilliant tool when it comes to all of those different things. So that's the context that I'm going to be talking to you about chat gpt about in this podcast episode and as i've said um, i'm not claiming to be any kind of expert in it what i want to do is explain how you can use this tool and how it can help you help you be more productive and help make life a little bit easier for you when it comes to your pet business content marketing so that is a little bit of a caveat the other thing i want to say to you as well is that chat gpt cannot recreate your voice it cannot be you it cannot think like you it can't you know, it can it can sound like you a bit, but you're always going to have to do a little bit of tweaking. It can't have your ideas. It can't. It doesn't have your brain. It doesn't have your creativity. It is a tool. It's something that can help you. So I am not saying go and use ChatGPT to write all of your content. Like that is so far removed from the kind of thing that I encourage people to do. I'm all about being original. All about coming up with your own ideas. All about standing out from the crowd. Being a flamingo in a flock of seagulls. You know, not using pre-written posts not using templates, not writing what everybody else does. So please bear that in mind. I'm not saying to go and use ChatGPT to write everything for you. What I want to go through in this episode is some ways that you can use it as a tool to help you with your content marketing and your content creation and inspiration. So there you go, that's me off my soapbox. So way number one is you can use ChatGPT if you want to um, create an outline for a blog post or a podcast or a video. So let's say, for example, I was doing a podcast on how to write a press release for your pet business. Now, I've already done that as a podcast. I might want to know the subheadings and the, um, you know, the things to include in that podcast. So it's a little bit similar to like the using the Google people also ask thing. So if you if you're doing keyword research, you're writing um a outline or a headline for a blog post or podcast or video, and you want to, you know, see how searchable that's going to be, see how helpful that's going to be, you want to get some pointers for things to include, you can go and use the Google people also ask tool. So you put your question into Google, scroll down and it will come up with people also ask. So if I put into Google in fact, I'm going to pause for a moment and go and do this. Okay, so I've just been to Google and I've just asked it how to write a press release for your pet business. And brilliantly, um, hopefully it happens if other people search, but my um, my post on this has come up at the top of Google. Anyway, it, on there, it says, people also ask, how do you write a press release for a business? What are the seven parts of a press release? How do you start a press release? What is an example of a press release? So there are things that people also ask. 
Now, if I was writing that post, I would put in, you know, what is a press release? What do you need in your press release? And think about all the different things, um, you know, that you would include, um, different subheadings. If I have a look at my actual post, actually, the subheadings include things like, um, let's have a look. This is quite an old post, which I might go and revisit, actually. But subheadings are, you know, what is a press release? Why do I need to write one? Do I get, do I need someone to write it for me? What do I need to go with my press release? Where do I send it? Pitching yourself as an expert. How do I write my press release? Here is an outline of what it should look like. Um, and then, you know, we're going to have other things like, you know, where do you send your press release? Other questions that are going to be around that topic. So what you could do is you could go to ChatGPT with the title of your blog post or your podcast or your video, and then ask for an outline of things that you want to cover, what subheading should be in there, um, and get an outline for your blog or podcast or video that way from ChatGPT. And it's going to be really helpful um, in making sure that you're covering all of the different topics that need to be included in that post. Um, way number two is it can help you come up with titles for blog posts or webinars. So for example, in my Facebook group, the Publicity for Pet Businesses community, I'll link to it in the show notes. You can go and join if you're not there already. Um, there was a discussion the other day um, with a dog trainer and she was asking about suggestions for a title for a webinar that she was working on and put the post through and I was thinking about, you know, what titles could there be? You know, what headline could she use? And I was thinking about it for a few moments and then thought, I know, I'm going to go and ask ChatGPT. So I put it into ChatGPT and it came up with some really interesting things. It came up with five and they were, you know, they were okay, but they were definitely a starting point. And then I clicked, um, you know, I clicked, you know, I clicked, there's a button on there where you can click to get more information. And it came up with more, it came up with another 10 different um, suggestions actually that were really, really helpful. So I went in the Facebook group and I cut and pasted, um, I did a screenshot of the first suggestion and then I cut and pasted the 10 other things it came up with. And basically by the time this lady had been through all the different suggestions, she had a pretty good uh, title for her webinar. So you can use that if you, like coming up with headlines is quite hard, I find. I've been a journalist for like, you know, 20 odd years. I find it hard to come up with headlines. If you're doing it for your business and it's not something you've been trained in, coming up with titles and headlines and that kind of thing can be quite hard. So using ChatGPT to encapsulate what a, to what a post is all about can be really helpful. So that's number two. Number three is list posts for social media. Let's say you want to put together a list of seven reasons why your dog should have a really good recall or five your, or 10 ways to show you're a crazy cat lady or, um, you know, 20 things to consider. If you are setting up a Facebook group, you're probably going to be able to come up with, you know, 10, you might be able to come up, you know, the, you know, 80% of the things that you need for that. But when you're stuck and when you need that, you know, that sixth or seventh thing or that 20th thing, if it's a list of 20 things, ChatGPT is going to be a really good tool for you to go and use when you're putting together a list post. And it can also go into a little bit more detail as well. Um, so if I'd added something the other day, which was something around, you know, three ways to um, make sure a content creator or journalist actually takes notice of your pitch. And it came up with some really good things in there. And it meant actually I could go and do a carousel for Instagram about it um, using the information from ChatGPT, which I rewrote and made it sound like me. Um, so I found that really, really helpful. So that's number three, list posts for social media. Number four is covering your blind spots and offering a different perspective. So the tool will give you things to consider or cover around a topic that you might not have thought of. So I did this as part of a little exercise in my pet business, uh, in my Pets Get Visible mini membership the other day. I was playing around with ChatGPT. I did a class on it um, earlier this week, actually, as this podcast is going out. 
Um, and one of the things, one of the questions I asked it was about what do small businesses find challenging when it comes to creating regular content and I came up with I think about five different things that people find challenging and then chat GPT came up with a couple of other things that I hadn't considered one of those things was around brand consistency which I never really thought of I was thinking about writing but I don't think about brand uh, brand consistency from the perspective of you know making your brand look the same because I work on the writing side rather than the visual side. That's quite an important thing to think about when you are creating content. So it can help highlight any blind spots that you might have and offer a different perspective. That's number four. Number five, it can work really well when it comes to research if you already know the topic really well. No, so this is not to say you can trust ChatGPT to give you the right answer, but if you know your topic really well, then it can help you with getting information to you quickly. For example, on the podcast last week, I was talking about 21 things to consider if you are going to start a Facebook group for your pet business. And I wrote about 21 things. It was quite a lot of writing, quite a lot of thinking. It was, you know, fairly time consuming. There were a couple of areas which I knew it would take me quite a while to get all of the information together. I want to say quite a while, 20 minutes, but if for every single one of those 21 things, it took me 20 minutes. It's going to be quite a time consuming podcast for me to put together. So one of the areas was defining the three different types of Facebook group. So rather than me having to go off and research and find all the definitions, I put in ChatGPT, can you tell me the three diff- the different types of Facebook groups you can open? And it came up with the three different types with a really easy definition. Definition. I used that pretty much word for word in the podcast. So save me a good 20 minutes. Another area was I asked about how liable um, how the Defamation Act and libel law relates to Facebook groups. Now, I know that topic really well. I've been, I'm trained as a journalist. I have an understanding of the law, but I wanted to get a really quick, easy explanation of it. I knew if it gave me something wrong, I would be able to correct it. So I used that pretty much word for word in the episode as well. So again, stressing, if you know the topic really well, ChatGPT can give you the information that you need, but it can give it you in seconds rather than you having to go away and research it. Let's say, for example, you were doing um, a blog about the laws in the UK around dog bites. You will know that law really well if you um, are a dog trainer specialising in in reactive dogs or challenging dogs, or you've worked in that area for a long time. It will probably take you a while to go and find out the exact definition of the law in the UK on dog biting, but you can use ChatGPT and you can double check it, make sure that you've got it right there. So that's number five, researching if you know the topic really well. Number six is to repurpose your website content. So I've been doing this when I've written a blog post and I run out of steam when it comes to promoting it, which is often the case. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I've spent hours writing this blog post and uploading it, putting the pictures in, doing all the things that you do when you upload a blog post or a podcast or a YouTube video. Um, you can go to ChatGPT, give it the URL and it will give you social media posts. Now, I've just been talking about this on a coaching call with my Pets Get Visible group. We were talking about ChatGPT and how it all works. And one of my lovely clients, Kim from Leo Charlie and me, I'd explain that you can go and put the URL in there and it will give you social media posts for Facebook and it will write them in Facebook style for LinkedIn. It will write them in LinkedIn style for Twitter. It will do it, you know, within the character limit. So Kim went and tried it and she was like, oh my gosh, it's totally blown my mind. I've now got five social media posts for a blog post, which I'd spent ages writing, but thought, oh my gosh, I've just run out of steam here. I can go and, you know, tweak these, make them sound like me, but I've got the, I've got the first draft. I've got the bare bones of my social media posts. So really helpful when it comes to repurposing your website content. You can do it for emails as well. So it can give you an email. Let's say 
Like I've got a podcast interview going out. This podcast could even use ChatGPT for my email. I could upload the blog post with the 10 ways to use ChatGPT for your pet business, content marketing, and I could ask ChatGPT to write me an email to send out to my list to tell them about what to expect from this week's podcast. And it would do that. I might even do it actually for this week's email and see what you think of it. So that's a way you can use it to repurpose your website content for social media, for email marketing, for all kinds of different things. Uh, that's number six. Number seven, it gets rid of the blank page. So if you're thinking, okay, I need to write about this thing. I need to write about, you know, how having a, you know, a pet hamster can help your children when it comes to emotional resilience or, you know, how being outdoors, how forest bathing can help you if you love the outdoors, but you don't know the first thing about forest bathing. It's going to take you forever to figure it all out. Then it can get rid of the blank page. So I was chatting to another client of mine in my Pets Get Visible membership, Victoria Rose. Victoria's got a lovely brand called Sausage and Dylan, and it is accessories for dog lovers, and it's created um, and inspired by her Labrador Dylan and her sausage dog, who is brilliantly called Sausage. Victoria's also a VA for dog trainers as well. But she was saying how it gets rid of the blank page, and she said, I find it psychologically great for not having to start with a blank page, even if I end up rewriting 99% of it. And that again I can't stress this enough you probably will rewrite a lot of the stuff that it gives you but it's getting rid of that blank page in the first place isn't it that's number seven number eight is writing emails so if you need to get an email and you're struggling you need to write an email and you're struggling and let's say it's on a topic that you're finding a little bit challenging such as putting your prices up or asking people you know what you know, asking people to sort out their credit card details if they've missed a payment. These are things that we can sit and agonise over, aren't they? Because it's like, oh my gosh, I need to put my prices up, but how do I say it? And, you know, we're really emotionally attached to the topic, aren't we, and to our clients. And we've got that blank page and we're staring at it and thinking, what the heck am I going to say? You can go to ChatGPT and it will do it for you because it's not emotionally invested in worrying about your clients because you've got to put your prices up and you have got that huge worry and stress around it. And that's perfectly normal. But ChatGPT will give you your first draft. So you can then go and put, you know, go and soften it, put whatever you want in there to make it feel like you and sound like you and be authentic. But it's going to have got you over that blank page that oh my gosh, how can I even begin to write about this? Because it's not emotionally invested in it like you are. You've got that first draft done and then you can go and make it your own. That's number eight, writing emails. There are, there's going to be thousands of ways, but I just thought I'm going to put this podcast out with 10 ways that I'm finding it's helping people and it's been helping me. Um, so that's number eight, writing emails. Writing number, uh, number nine is writing product descriptions. Now, Let's say you've got a new website or you've got a new product range and you need to write about it in loads of different ways. And, you know, you'll have written, you might have written about a bow tie a million times, but it's an Easter bow tie or it's a coronation bow tie. And you are so fed up of writing about bow ties. It's like, oh gosh, please just put me out of my misery. You can put it into chat GPT. So you can put, you know, here is a regular description of one of my dog bow ties. I've made a dog bow tie for the coronation. Please can you make this bow tie description? sound like the kind of thing people would want to buy their dog to celebrate the coronation ChatGPT can go and do it for you so again when you're weary of doing something it can jump in and generate a description that's going to be informative and persuasive and help you sell your products more effectively and again a few times i've mentioned in this podcast you know when you've run out of steam ChatGPT is there to just breathe some life back into what you're doing 
Number 10 is it can help you put on your big girl or big boy pants and sell your stuff. So we all struggle with selling, don't we? And it's hard. And when we're thinking, okay, we've got this new product or we've got this new service that we're putting out there, we'll have written a general description page. It might be a Google document. It might be a blog. It might be a sales page. We'll have written about it somewhere. There'll be a URL somewhere explaining what this product is, how it helps people, what the benefits are, what the features are, what the transformation is, all the different things that we need to share when we are selling something. And what we can do is instead of us sitting there thinking, oh, I need to write a sales post about this new course or this new product and I can't because I don't want to be pushy and I don't want to be I don't want to be this and I don't want to be that and I don't want people to hate me or be annoying, we can go to ChatGPT and give it the URL where it's going to pick up the information and ask that ask ChatGPT to sell the blooming thing for us. Ask ChatGPT to, you know, ChatGPT is effectively putting a pair of big girl or big boy pants on for us because it's telling us, actually probably seeing things that we don't see that are going to help, you know, help sell our products more effectively. So when we need to put our big girl or big, big boy pants on and sell our stuff, we can use ChatGPT in that context. And I think that's a really, um, really helpful way it can, you know, improve the stuff that we're doing. So I'm going to wrap things up there. 10 ways you can use ChatGPT for your pet business content marketing. I am going to repeat what I said at the beginning of this podcast, and I can't stress it enough. I am not a ChatGPT expert by any stretch. I'm just figuring this stuff out and I wanted to share with you what I've learned so far. I am not saying that ChatGPT should do all of your writing for you. I cannot stress enough that I want you know, your work, your content, all the stuff you put out out into the world to be packed with you and your personality and your, you know, your unique awesomeness, however you want to look at it. Um, You can't be replaced by a robot. It cannot replace your personality, your voice, your, your passion, all of those things. But I hope in this shorter episode, I've explained how it can help you and how it can make your life easier and ways that it can help you, you know, keep up with the constant demand that we have to be putting our content out there, putting ourselves out there. Um, and yeah, and be a tool in your business, not do it all for you because there's no easy way to do this stuff. There is no magic wand or anything like that, but it's pretty blooming close. It will definitely lighten the load for you. And that's what I want to help you with in this podcast. So I've talked about my pet, Pets Get Visible membership as well. I have done a little workshop in there um, about ChatGPT. We have regular Q&As in there. I, try to cover things that are going to be relevant for you um, in our coaching calls that we have every month. I also have a um, content inspiration call at the beginning of each month where you get your content ideas, your unique content ideas that you personalize and make relevant for you and your business. We have that every month in my Pets Get Visible membership. So if you want to learn more about that, it's £20 a month um, and I will link to it in the show notes. If you have got any questions around it, then do send me an email. I'm rachel at publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk or find me on social media at Rachel Spencer UK. Um, I hope you found this podcast helpful. Do come and let me know what you think about it in my free Facebook group as well um, and how you're using these tools in your business because I'm really keen to learn what you're doing, what you're doing with them. So that's it for from me for this week. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I'll be back next week with a brilliant interview um, from a fabulous lady called Colette Adwin, who is going to be talking about throwing the rule book out of the window when it comes to Instagram and lots of other really fascinating stuff. So I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. And thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the podcast as well. See you soon. Take care. 
Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.